You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. Hi, spots and cheap puffs! And I'm not going to get too excited today, Impaler. It looks like you weren't the only one impaling things today. As several careers no. were impaled. Absolutely. Impaler, what happened today in WWE land? Is it Black Thursday? Well, for the second year in a row, which just so happens to coincide with tax day, um, WWE made several cuts. And in my opinion, I would say these are more significant cuts than they did last year, which was sort of headlined by Miro, I would say, right? Yeah, I mean, unless you count Kurt okay. Hawkins. And F- I mean, FTR no. got their release. FTR was kind of like Early. Andrade. But, you yeah. know, they, they asked for their release earlier like Andrade did before the big release. So, yep. I would say this is definitely more significant. Yeah, so let me go through this wonderful list of future endeavored talents. Uh, let me see. We're going to go with, uh, let's try to go from uh, no particular order. Um, you have Chelsea Green, you have Callisto, you have the now forgotten son, Wesley Blake, you have the Fiend's off the Fiend's brother, Bo Dallas. <laughs> then you have um, what, what, what did we refer to her as? Not not a Hall of Famer, but a uh, a legend, Mickey James. Well, she also, is also no longer. She is a legend. I- I thought she was a legend. They, they can release for legends too. I guess so. I, I guess so. And yeah, so she is now a free agent. Luke and you also, released, by the way, everybody, Luke Fez just released. Yes. Anyway. Very sad. <laughs> they Very released sad. his soul. Very sad. Uh, then, then you have um, Tucker, one half of Heavy Machinery, and you also. I, I felt they mis- misused him, but let me let me get to the rest of the list real quick. Yeah, we, we also have not, none other than uh, Samoa Joe, which is a big name, very popular. Biggest one. And then you also have the Iconics, both Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are now free agents. And this is a pretty big deal, especially these last three or four names, I would say. Um, Samoa Joe, I'm, I'm very curious to see where his uh, future will will roll to now at this point. Uh, it's intriguing to see how this developed because here it was just a few short days ago, Samoa Joe was doing commentary for uh, WWE and the last parting shot that we have of him is wearing a poncho, sadly in the rain with Michael Cole. It's almost ironic. And, um, and then beyond that you had that Billy really Kay made it into wait is that really the last thing we're uh, pretty... of Samoa Joe yeah Jesus WWE. imagine that imagine the yeah. bright eyed bushy tailed guy took him 16 or 17 years to get to the WWE and then that's how you go yeah. out that's how you go out and a, and a rain slicker next to none other than the soul patch wearing Michael Cole so um, you have him um, going on to becoming a free agent, which I'm, I'm certain T- uh, Impact is going to want to talk to him. I'm certain AEW is going to want to talk to him. Uh, and every promoter in any industry in, in the, uh, uh, um, 
venues going to definitely want him. But like, listen, he's going to have bigger, better things. I mean, really, he's got a window of opportunity here, a window of time that's not the largest. Uh, he's had some injury issues, as we know. And um, if he got cleared from other doctors and he wants to roll with it, now's the time to roll. That's a little bit of a game-changing attitude if he were to go to AEW, uh, especially. So uh, then beyond him, you have um, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. And, uh, you know, like it's funny, uh, Billy Kay became sort of the underdog sweetheart of the WWE universe. They gave her her last shot with a impromptu tag team developed with Carmella. They... They roll her out there for for uh, WrestleMania, and uh, and you know of course they lose. But you know the way I look at it, they gave her her you know her her W her WrestleMania paycheck, which I'm sure is like at least five figures for the night. So thank you, congratulations. And then Peyton Royce uh, probably has an in with uh, AEW as she is married to Sean Spears. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see Billy Kay join her, as they are best friends. We know this is no uh, rumor. This is a shoot, as Silicon Steve Valley would say. And um, and then honestly, um, you know, the other talent that sort of grabbed me, where I'm I'm not saying, listen, if um, Tony Khan were to go pick him up tomorrow, I'm not going to say this is Brody Lee, but I would say if you work with Tucker, you have a very solid enforcer top tier mid card kind of guy that can do some work for you. Uh, he's got size. He impressed me in the elimination chamber tag team match uh, months back. Um, was actually willing to do a high spot on there. That really surprised me. So, I mean, that is something that other guys can do. And honestly, he, he's an athletic dude. He is somebody that they can work with. So that's the one guy, I, I mean, it's not going to break the bank to go sign him. And that's somebody who I would definitely put my eyes on saying, wow, you know what? Let's take the yellow and black of heavy machinery off him. Let's give him a new, you know, what does he want to do? Uh, oh, evidently, he seems to be golf. like, yeah. And evidently, he's got a pretty chill personality because he's smoking doobies on the golf course. And as he captioned the picture on Instagram, he said he's making lemonade right now. So good luck <laughs> to him. Yeah. So good luck to him. I, I think it's a it's an interesting um, uh, opportunity for him. I mean, honestly, if if he's used right, people are going to remember him more than than Otis. And Otis is a money in the bank winner at this point. And, and just it speaks volumes of the booking and the way WWE goes and, and utilizes their talent. Remember, they broke those two up over Mandy Rose. And Otis won the the money in the bank. And then they just filtered Tucker out as if they were never even a team or if this was even any sort of uh, background between the two. And then just Otis became uh, Chris Farley. And then then they became evil Chris Farley. And that's where we're at now. It's an absolute disgrace. And yeah. don't forget Tucker's big heel turn. It cost him the money in the bank. Yeah, that exactly. Sense. That was never explained and never anything. I mean, this, what W, look, I'm, you know, I actually think that's a great, that's actually a guy I didn't think of. So it's a good point right there. Also, all these people have been trained in WWE, meaning they know how to work television a lot better than a lot of these young guys that AEW is trying to use just to get off the ground. So, yeah, I think he's definitely, if he, had known somebody pretty well in AEW, that is a good place to go. Um, I think AEW is going to definitely 
get on Samoa Joe. Why would Samoa Joe go anywhere else? He's been a ring of honor. He's been impact. Yeah. Now he can go into AEW, who's really making history, more so than those two groups. And he's also going to be with a lot of people he's made a lot of money with and has a lot of great mm-hmm. friends. You know, he came up with Samoa. You know, he came up with the Bucks in a lot of ways. He he had did the tours with the Kazarians and the the Christopher Daniels and you know the Kenny Omegas, Young Buck. I mean, these guys have been were indie darlings. You know, back in late two thousands, two thousand, early two thousand teens and such, two thousands. So I think Samoa Joe's a shoe in for AEW and. Conversely, I think the Iconics are shoe-ins for AEW, to your point, Sean Spears. And and yep. I, I'm i kind of – I just watched a little bit of Wrestle Talk, and they were looked sad. I'm not sad for these people. First of all, they were well compensated, and now there is an opportunity. If this happened six years ago, even four years ago or three years ago, maybe it's different. But now they have opportunity to make some real, real legitimate money. And the Iconics can go be themselves. And maybe this Tucker guy is a really funny, hilarious, awesome dude. Not just the straight man for a comedy joke that went about six months too long and now is as insignificant as anything. Yep. Yeah. Those are the guys that I would like, you know, hey, Callisto, as you mentioned, hey, Bell to Bell, great guy. But you know, does he compare to Ray Phoenix? I wouldn't say that. Uh, I mean, so how much, you know, more would you use him at AEW? Maybe he can go to an impact or something like that, make an impact, you know, make an impact there himself. But, um, Ooh, I like that. you know, nobody, yeah, nobody else is like really grabbing me off the, you know, uh, I mean, honestly, Mickey James, um, just to have her influence on the women's division. I don't think that's a negative, but you know, I can see her going like maybe NWA with her, with her husband and all that, you know? Yeah. I don't know if Vicky James goes to AEW, their women's division, especially after last night, they put a lot of time to the women's division last night. We'll get an AEW a different show, but um, I think, yeah, I think that their women's division can use pretty much any woman, women that Chelsea, they can use Chelsea green too. I don't think Chelsea green would go there. Hmm. With, but who knows? I mean, they, they're all rolling together. You know, it's not like you can't be on impact, not be, you know what I mean? I don't think that's yeah, going to yeah. be a major deterrent in terms of if someone's together. I think it's about opportunity. Now, Chelsea Green does have a very good history with actually Britt Baker for a couple. They, they feuded and they actually both, both took part in that four-way mm-hmm. dance uh, with Tessa Blanchard and one of the beautiful people at the first all-in. So I don't know about Chelsea Green, but she's got a huge upside and she would be great in the women's division yeah. for AEW. But I think yeah. she's still young enough. She can make her niche in impact, which you can argue has the better women's division right now than AEW. Um, as far as Samoa, yeah. you know, the Iconics are probably really happy because now they get to be happy because – but it's going to be bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Same thing when Renee Young left. You know, they're going to be sad because they've, they've built a lot of friendships over the years with this company. But now they get to go, they're free. They get to go be themselves and bet on themselves. And they're kind of forced to see if they can make it on their own, which is pretty damn awesome. And it's empowering if they really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's good to have options in life and they definitely have them. And, um, you know, it's just um, it's going to be interesting to see because Samoa Joe's a guy that they could bring in, and all of a sudden he's moving the needle. I mean, the place would go crazy for him. Is Samoa Joe um, right now? What's his injury issues right now? 
Um, I don't know, like listen to different podcasts today. Um, I heard one of the reasons that he was doing the commentary was uh, he wasn't being cleared by the WWE doctors. What that specifically meant, I don't know if it was concussions or what. But Would if he, if he like was Charlotte Flair, oh, it's possible. It's could. I mean, biologically, is that possible? Maybe, but according to WWE doctors, anyways. But um, yeah, I mean, if 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 he had if he had the opportunity to get cleared from other doctors and one of these other federations was like, yeah, you know what? We'll take you on for sure. And he has a two-year run. You know, that's one of the things they could leave a lasting impression on. Is it a situation where they didn't have anything for him, so they said, well, your injury is a little bad still. We're not sure about it yet. Do you think that WWE would do stuff like that? Um, yeah, they probably did that. They they probably could do that, especially if they didn't want to just like release him and have him go off and join up with somebody else. Um, and not everybody is treated like Daniel Bryan by the WWE. No, you're exactly right. And I want to bring up the Wesley Clark dude. Is that his name? Blake Wesley? Wesley Clark. Wesley Clark. Wesley Blake. Yeah, sure. It's ironic that the reason that their whole shtick when they were the Forgotten Sons, they showed up on SmackDown. And I guess they had some, I don't recall them. I, I guess some of them on SmackDown. Yeah. But the irony, they're pulled because this Jason Riker guy got involved with some kind of controversy with Black Lives Matter, what have you. They get it pulled because of that. And then the fucking yep. guy that gets, that gets cut is the other guy because they couldn't find anything for him. There was, there was, this is the second guy. There was three of them to begin with. The other two guys who didn't do anything controversial are no longer there. That is, it, it, you know what? It's almost like, can you write this? How ridiculous WWE as a whole has been the last three weeks? Just the Raws alone. And then this. They have booked these people. And you were, you brought it out. You brought just one thing out about what they did with Tucker for no reason of his own. Because they were trying mm -hmm. to catch some kind of weird lightning in a bottle, which, where is it really going to go far? A comedic? No, they buried a tag team and ruined the money in the bank shtick for the entire year. And now cut this other guy because of what kind of booking? Because they were going after some comedic shtick for a couple yeah. weeks? It's yeah. embarrassing what WWE has done. It really is. But yep. they have released people into the wild to now be free. I am looking th at this as just even more possibilities of AEW to make that much more magic and somebody like Samoa Joe going out on his own, in his own manner. Yeah. Just like Christian. Yeah. You know, just like whoever. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. I mean, you know, you're even hearing a little bit of the rumors like, ah, oh, maybe CM Punk is like interested in seeing where Samoa Joe goes and doing a program with him or something. And it's intriguing. You'll see a punk. You get that a lot with CM Punk. Anytime there's some kind of whatever, but they do have a long history. Um, yeah. Look, Samoa Joe is the biggest name here, right? but he has an upside. He could definitely be heater somewhere. Maybe he can be his own character. Yeah. This is the thing. We don't know. You said Tucker might be a serviceable heater, what have you. This guy might be a huge yeah. star, but we don't know because WWE never gave him an opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Because they had a five foot ten, three hundred and twenty pound guy doing flips off the top rope and wiggling his belly and hitting on the hottest girl in the company. Yep. For my money. 
Yep, yep. Yeah, and they had Tucker in the middle of the uh, Beauty and the Beast angle all of a sudden with Mandy Rose and, and Otis, and they broke up a tag team that was, you know, uh, somewhat popular as far as uh, popular in terms of NXT, and they were actually kind of getting over with the fans because, hey, here's an entertaining tag team. They're sort of doing something. It took it, you know, people, I think the universe sort of took it for what it was. It's like, okay, these guys, it's this guy's, these two guys' time, they're playing off each other pretty well. They're big dudes that can kind of move. Hey, you know what? Maybe they one day they they carry the belts for like a month or two. Okay, congratulations. But no, no, no. Let's take the one guy and put the goddamn money in the bank briefcase on his shoulders and do dude. nothing with it. And Otis sucks. He's funny, but he sucks, folks. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's to me he's misused. Is what the is my feeling. You know what? He's funny. He's great, but he's not a money in the fucking bank winner. Pardon my language. I got right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's not a money in the bank winner. So I'm with you with Tucker. The iconics are going to be. I mean, you saw what they, what Billy Kay did with such little leeway they gave her, and she, you made it right. She in the WWE universe put her on that WrestleMania Carmella, and it was great to see. She became the underdog that everybody loved. They cut her. her. And they do that. Things that people love. It's like if Vince doesn't get it that people love, Vince doesn't. Okay. And yes, I know back in 1995, Vince McMahon, or 1997 or 98, Vince McMahon admitted he was wrong about Nick Foley. Okay. But by and large, Vince McMahon doesn't admit when he's wrong and thinks that what he thinks is right and that he knows more than what the WWE Universe. And I think it's pretty obvious now that he doesn't. Yeah. Because look at that. that and by the way, you just talked about heavy machinery. You could go up and down the list for the last year of ridiculous things that they did, including yeah. the last three weeks of Raw. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started, bud. Uh, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, is what this whole Otis thing and Tucker thing isn't even, might not even be the worst five book things they've done this year, last year. It's not. I mean, think about it. Just the WrestleMania. Just look at WrestleMania. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. That was terrible. Oh, the Hurt Business breaking up. That's two. How about yeah. the Hurt Business molding with Retribution? Yeah, the Hurt Retribution. The Hurt Retribution. Ooh, I like that. Hurt Retribution. It's hard to say, but <laughs> so yeah, it's it just it's just that. And then they do the same thing. They break up, like you said, they break up the Iconics. A legitimate tag. By the way, there's a theme here. They're both legitimate tag teams. Vince doesn't like legitimate tag teams. He needs to make them single stars so he can find his next John Cena, who's never coming. Not under these circumstances. No, and it's he refuses to develop any mid-card program for anybody. And this is like developed by tag teams and even some factions. And he hates factions and he hates tag teams. So let's just throw singular wrestlers out there each in every week and bore the hell out of people. We're going to have the same guys wrestle uh, four times in a row. Um, a count out will be involved. A roll up will be involved. A DQ. And then uh, finally somebody will win legit on a pay-per-view. Congratulations. Let's move on. You've booked 90% of their shit. You've booked everything except yeah, for Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's it. So th- this is what's really concerning uh, at this point. So, I mean, listen, you know, I'm happy and I'm glad you and I are on the same page. Even you, you, you pick up on Tucker too. Like I sort of 
picked up on him in a little bit in NXT, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. He's playing off of Otis really well. And, you know, together I thought they would be serviceable. And I'll tell you, that Elimination Chamber match, man, where he did that high spot, I was like, man, I did not expect that coming out of me. And he's got an amateur wrestling background, old shit. So it's like, you know what? He's an athletic big dude. Like, you can do something with that. I mean, I hate to be cliche about it, but, I mean, Vince, he's not adverse to, against using, like, biker types. I mean, right there, that guy looks like a badass biker dude. You know? But, like, hey, let's not do that. Let's go and go and make him the 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 split between him and Mandy, between Otis and Mandy, and let's just not ever explain it ever again. Didn't he explain it when he did it, though? That was, like, the last time they saw him. I forgot. Yeah, he did, like, one last promo, and then that was it. And then, actually, I think he was involved in the Andre Battle Royale, but wasn't even in it all that long. So he probably knew the writing was on a wall, and that was that. So now he's smoking doobies. That's why I love him, because he's on the – Yeah, yeah. But the Iconics with – I mean, imagine Billy Kay and Peyton Roy showing up saying, we're taking this fucking, we're taking this division over. But I'm really, it's going to be so great. And you know the other thing, which was really weird? Remember the Women's Royal Rumble? The Iconics were in the ring for the first time and they were about to hug. And then they didn't. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting too. That was the last time they were on screen together. So they're they're definitely going to show up. And now... Is with Sean Spears. Do you think? I don't think they would put them with Sean Spears and anything to do with Pineapple. But no, no, no. I don't think. I, I don't see them becoming part of Pinnacle by any means. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think they're yeah, Pineapple. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're um, they're going to do that. But at least you're not beefing up the women's division some, where you have household names in terms of wrestling. Uh, the, the wrestling community, they, these Australian girls who are best friends and work hard um, can go to the competition. They're not like past their prime by any means. So now you get these two talents that are in their prime and hey, you know what? Like, like dare I say, you could start a tag team division for the women on AEW and they could be the cornerstone for it. Absolutely. You can actually build a div- women's division around that. You can get enough people. Yeah. That's yeah. what you got to love because that's what a professional wrestling fan loves is because there is a dedication to ta- ta- tag team wrestling in AEW. I really do. Well, let's say it for the AEW, but it's sad that WWE is doing this. But at the end of the day, folks, I am not upset. A lot. These guys are all going to find work. They're all going to be okay. It's just losing a job. It sucks. But every single one of these great athletes mm-hmm. are going to be okay, guys. And a lot of them are probably somewhat happy about it. There's a lot of bittersweet moments right now for them. But our salutations for them, and thank you for entertaining us under the WWE banner. Where is Do we know, is the, the typical 90-day no-compete clause going to be implemented in all these contracts, or we don't know that yet? Yeah, I think they're, uh, I'm not sure actually, but I, I uh, you know what, I'm just speculating. I'm not sure. I didn't hear anything about the 90 day, no compete clause or anything, but um, you know, I mean, listen, man, 90 days is going to flow is going to fly by quickly. So uh, when is, when is uh, the next huge pay-per-view? Is that double or nothing with uh, double or nothing in Jacksonville at the end of May, Sunday, May 30th. Okay. They're switching their pay-per-views to Sundays. Okay. I don't know if I like really, but 
AEW, but yeah. but I I don't I'm not sure. I think, but I think what you could if you could see them show up this this is going to be a, a pretty decent show coming up this Wednesday as well. Are any of them going to show up this Wednesday? Or a lot of these guys might want to take a break and be like, hey, look, let me catch my head a little bit. Maybe mm. they want to go back home. You know what I mean? You, you never know. People might want to not just jump right in. So I don't think we should expect yeah. anything right away. But Samoa Joe can go. Try saying that. If Samoa Joe can go, he's going to probably finish his career in AEW with a lot of really good friends, which is exciting. Because then you'll see Samoa Joe actually get to be Samoa Joe, which we didn't get a whole hell of a lot of. Um, we got a, we got a glimpse, but his injury problems, I think, were the biggest problem. I don't think it was necessarily WWE not using them. I have to be honest. I think his injury issues have been his biggest downfall with WWE. Yeah. Let's just pray they don't stick him with Jake the Snake Roberts. You know, a, it's going to be a lot harder to get. I felt feel kind of bad for some of these kids in AEW, though, man, that were the Marco Stunts of the world. I mean, is Marco Stunt really going to have a place on Dynamite anytime soon? I mean, if you could have either Peyton Roy or Billy Kay and, and even Miro, I'd rather see Miro than I don't know. Would you rather see Tucker or Miro? Oh, Tucker. I don't like Miro. Me too, yeah. Yeah, that's so, where I'm at with this now. I'm more intrigued with Tucker. I don't know. Tucker might suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the difference between him and Rusev? Rusev looks, I guess, looks a little more jacked. But Tucker's yeah, big. yeah. Rusev's yeah, Rusev's more like lean. Tucker's bigger, but I think he's just got a better, I don't know, persona, uh, if you will. So you don't know because WWE was like, "Hey, you're part of heavy machinery, and you're the straight guy for this big fat guy." All right. Yeah. Sure. Then you're gonna turn him on. <laughs> Because you were jealous he was getting laid, I guess. I don't know. It was Mandy Rose. Mandy was going to go with me. It's like these two fat guys just arguing over like that. That's girl in the world. (laughs) Guys, I can love both of you. And then just these two big fat guys. Never mind. There you go. I was just thinking me and you and Mandy. I wonder if she'd ever go out with us. Definitely. We have plenty to offer. I can get free pictures of her feet online. Anyways. Anyways, so we have a, this, you got Kalisto. I wanted to touch on Kalisto as well, Impaler. And this is the reason why. Andrade has been very vocal about how WWE gives very little respect to Latinos and Hispanics and particularly Mexican wrestlers, Lucha Libres, in WWE. So they do not get booked correctly. They do not give you're not giving a good enough chance and he actually i think he might have mentioned that kalisto is one of the best he actually to kalisto's point actually kalisto is one of the best wrestlers in the world but was never booked correctly excited or i'm I'm actually really excited for the possibility of all these guys you know chelsea put chelsea green on that level too because she's really talented why yeah, did they um i would think rid of her she was probably cheap um, it's a good question. I'm not sure what the deal was there. I don't know if they had, I, I, I don't even know how to speculate about this because I, she was sort of mishandled too, because they, they went and teamed her up with the, what's it, Robert or Roger Stone faction. And that was just a shit show. So, you know, that, that's it. It is what it is at that point. So, uh, you know, maybe they're thinking if they release her, she has an opportunity to just go and 
rekindle her career versus just squashing her under the weight of the main roster. But she's so young, though. You figure they wouldn't. That's somebody. I mean, Samoa Joe, I get. I do not get the iconics unless. And by the way, a lot of these people might have asked, hey, we want to go. You know, they might have said, hey, look, this is what we have planned for you. Do you want to stay or go? Maybe that was a situation yeah. or I don't, I don't know, but WWE released them and they don't seem to be taking it all that hard on social media though. They really don't, particularly Tucker and Samoa Joe. You, you said what time, if, if you didn't hear it earlier today. Yeah, they're ready. Yeah. Tucker's, you know, he's obviously doing the hilarious thing, smoking weed on a golf course. Saying he's making lemonade, I believe. And then, or as Stone Cold would say, chicken, chicken salad out of chicken shit. You would also have, I like Samoa Joe with the Truman Show gif he dropped saying, be well, like it was fun. And uh, I don't know if there were any other reactions that you saw, but Nikki James is certainly not a surprise. I don't even know why they had, it's like they signed Nikki James just so she wouldn't go. She, she might have been one of those signings a couple of years back when they yeah. signed her up. When she they they re-upped her, I was surprised. I was like, why are they giving her another contract? They didn't really do much with her to begin with. Yeah, it's just to keep her away from the competition. I think they've gotten to the point where they're like, okay, it is what it is. Why put money towards talent, not use them, let them waste away? And like, you know, it's okay if they go to AEW or it's okay for them to go to Impact. You know, let them expand their horizons. And if they get better, hey, if they want to come back, they'll come back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I just thought of, by the way? Mickey James. She might be 40. She was mocked repeatedly by different superstars for being old when she was like mid 30s. Mm-hmm. So nobody tell me that it's just it, professional wrestling, at least in WWE land, is exactly like is exact same rule of 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 the actresses in, in Hollywood. It's the real young stars that get all the big roles. It's the real young, real attractive yeah. starlets. Same thing with professional, like a woman, a, a real great professional wrestler isn't great until they're in their mid thirties, usually. Yep. That's but, true. But these women are not getting their opportunities. I, I'm worried about women not getting their true opportunities to flourish into their 30s and even into their 40s consistently if what WWE is going to do is exactly what they did with Mickey James. It's a travesty, really. Imagine wrestlers being made fun of for being 37. John Cena, that was half his run. Yep. You know, Shawn Michaels didn't win his first title to 32. It's just... A little food for thought. 